cannot catch a virus. Well, back at it again, boys. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. And welcome, welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am your host, Big Country, for this evening, but tonight's show, uh, apologies for one, the late release on the episode, we've been real busy, but this is a little swippity swap cast that we did with Legit Bat Podcast this past week, Legit Bat Podcast, three words, one awesome group of people. Um, They are on Rockfin, Patreon, Apple, Spotify, Podbean, they sell merch, on their store, pretty cool stuff. Really good people. We have a fun little conversation that I think you guys are going to enjoy. Uh, we talk about our favorite uh, conspiracies, how we got started, where did we get our name from. Chris talks about um, life as a as a as a police officer. Uh, we make some jokes. We make you laugh. We talk about the conspiracy uh, or documentary um, that uh, you know ruined our lives uh, to date. And if you would like information. On, I'm looking at their page right now, straight out of Event 201. That's a funny shirt. Um, if you'd like information about that documentary, please hit us up or hit up Legit Bat Podcast. They have it as well. Uh, please support their show. Uh, head on over, check them out, give them a like, give them a follow. Make sure you also support them on Rockfin. Uh, support us on Rockfin as well. Check out our website, wbconspiracies.com. Dot com. You can get merchandise there. Uh, the biggest thing, man, is head over to Rockfin. Okay, You guys got to get comfortable with new apps, uh, new places, new content providing um, hosts that, that, that people are using. We, we have to go there because we can't talk about what we talk about on other platforms. They censor us. And then everybody wants to bitch about like, oh, it's another app, bro. I got to get another, another app. How come you guys are on YouTube? Because YouTube doesn't fucking like us. Or anybody else that talks about, you know, what we talk about. So it's you that has to change. You have to delete what, you know, creature comfort uh, apps you have on your phone. And get onto these platforms that are supporting shows like ours, like Legit Bats, like Sam's, you know. Uh, White Rabbit got nuked the other day on everything. And I mean, the only reason that we're doing so well is because of Rockfin. You guys got to get over there and support Rockfin. Make a free free account. You know, if you don't want to pay for the premium, we get it. But, you know, 10 bucks is probably what you spend uh, on on OnlyFans and, and Starbucks coffee every month. Way less than that. And Netflix and Hulu. So 10 bucks, not a big deal. Helping out a good cause, right? 10 bucks to get you everyone's premium content. Hit subscribe when you go over to Rockfin. On our page, okay? We love it. We appreciate it. So anyways, enjoy today's episode. Don't want to rant too long about how you can give us lots of money. But uh, this is our Swapcast with Legit Bat Podpacks. Wow. Legit Bat Pod. 
podcast. Uh, enjoy, guys. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Hey, yeah. how you guys doing? How are we doing? What's on your mic? I'll do. That's the that's the redneck bandana right there. You gotta <laughs> you gotta listen to our show about about rednecks. That's that's <laughs> what the the red bandana was originally for, and the term rednecks was was basically a bunch of uh, union workers that rose up against their employers and had a giant battle with the military. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it meant like dumb hillbilly. <laughs> So I'm Joe. Uh, we already introduced, introduced hey, ourselves Jen. to Big Country, but I'm Joe. This is Jen. Ben's over there. And then uh, we got Big Country, Boya, and Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris. Okay. Boy messed up yeah. the name. He didn't put the right name in Zoom, there. Dude. It is your Zoom, but come on, man. <laughs> I almost stroked him. Drink my That's disgusting. Yeah, I was, I was super uh, uh, bummed out that I don't have those cool mics. I've been wanting those sure mics for a while, but they're fucking steep. They're like 400 bucks a piece. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to do it this show on the cheap. Yeah. yeah. It took us a while to get these, so don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had a we had some donations that, that people were throwing at us, so it's not like we're like, people we're rich. And we're like, please get fucking better mics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took us a while. We, we started, we're like, well, Brian's got the best voice. We may as well make his voice sound good all the time. So we start with him, <laughs> and, and then boy, and I got the, the last mic, so. It took us a hot minute, but we got it. Yeah, yeah. we we, we have cheap like forty dollar mics that every podcaster I think starts out with the pseudo tech yeah. or the I think mine's a Rofier. I don't even know what that is, but yeah. they seem to work great as long as I can get the settings right. They work great. Yeah. Other, yeah. but if I can't, good. which is most of the time, it sounds awful. So. <laughs> Brian, tell them what we started with, man. <laughs> uh, we had like a like a twenty dollar mic that was on like a little three legged stand, and then we plugged it into my smartphone. Joe used we to have one of those. I was gonna yeah. say I still have those. They're yeah, shit. They're like, terrible. Omni, they're like omnidirectional, so it, it would be mm-hmm. great for making a set of drums or something that you need yeah. that all that sound. But for a voice, it was just echo to hell. Like it was oh, yeah. the worst. He yeah. he started mm-hmm. out. He started out with getting one of the pseudo tacks, and then him and Jen would share it for a while. And I was using just a, a Turtle Beach headset, a, a cheap one at that. It wasn't a yeah, good one. And I, I was after a while, we were just kind of like. You know, we should probably all have one. Yeah, exactly. Do a video <laughs> after like ten episodes. We're like, we need something. Like this yeah. is. Awesome. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna be halfway. We're gonna at least look professional. Like right. our background <laughs> looks professional, but if you could see my kids' socks and underwear back there, it would not look so professional. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's this. Just the frame you see is what you get because right. everything else. There's a kid couch. There's a fucking broken weed whacker sitting next to me. <laughs> True rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what dude we actually had a guy on the internet um get into like a like a typing battle with us and he said that we were propagating lies with our conspiracy show about 9-11 for profit and i was like <laughs> you caught me we're rich busted. Yeah, yeah. that's me. it rolling in the dough i haven't been called a shill yet which is great i didn't even know what the fuck that was until about 25 episodes in when someone said something about a shill i'm like what the fuck is that and they're like oh, it's like a you know sellout working for the cia i'm like not everybody works for the cia okay no. man <laughs> yeah if i was working for the cia i probably wouldn't be doing this show just yeah. so you guys yeah know. i wouldn't have leased a car i'll tell you that <laughs> exactly if you were working for the cia uh i have a feeling that you would be in a much different scenario financially <laughs> and everything else 
Yeah, we listen, guys, I too much of that. Like late, I mean, lately, we've had a couple weirdos that are just like trolling. You know, like oh, I got yeah. called in a hippie and a blonde that are a waste of time. That was the newest one. <laughs> I was um, like, we are a waste of time. They're actually correct. I don't care. <laughs> I know. I was like, I, I was like, don't thank disagree. You. This is for fun. Like, fuck you. Right. Uh, the yeah. only problem with Ben I've heard so far is that he's a pussy and he bites his nails. That was the two Someone major him complaints. A pussy? I yeah, that was Corey. That. Fucking Carlos Spicy Wiener oh. calling you out, buddy. Oh, it's Corey though. Uh, but wait, no, on that episode that he, you know, was very drunk and talking shit on our guests, just for reference, <laughs> oh, um, I called him out. I was like, hey, by the way, I really do appreciate you calling me a pussy. I was like, I always like hearing what everybody has to say. And he's yeah. like, I don't I don't actually think that. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't really care if you do either way. That's fine liquid courage <laughs> yeah exactly hey we're on the right show for that i guess where's your whiskey yeah. and beers i don't see any <laughs> beers here there i got my go. uh, this one's empty i finished this i got my in. plain coke i'm 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 on the sober wagon so hey uh, how I'm, long i'm at a year and uh don't look at your watch i'm looking because <laughs> i got 32 seconds 41 minutes it's august first it's august 2nd now I'm, I'm fucking hitting close to another month buddy so okay. it'll be a year and five almost five months fucking cool. i am i am exactly seven days short of a year very Bunch good, for you. Of quitters, oh, good man. for you guys <laughs> i know right i usually don't quit anything that was the problem <laughs> yeah you know what chris <laughs> Chris, uh, after he went through his program, they they decided they wanted to do a, a podcast. So he's like, we need names. We need names. And I was like, how about the quitters? That's a great <laughs> name for a rehab podcast. So he's like, oh, I love it. That's what we're going to that's what we're going to do. So he tells them, like, this should be the name. And they're like, no, why don't you tell them what the name mm. is going to be? Nope. You don't want to say it? Nope. <laughs> Living fab after rehab. And Chris was oh like, I'm God. out. I pulled I'm out. out. <laughs> Boy, Boy made a comment earlier. He goes, Chris has never pulled out early, but he pulled out real fast in that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Good, good call, though. Yeah. Dude, the yeah. first thing that popped into my mind was like a gay pride flag and Absolutely. a unicorn. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> guy with dildos strapped. Him. Living fab after rehab. <laughs> yeah. That would have been the flag that we had in the, that would have been our banner behind us. <laughs> cultural appropriation to do that, Ben, because that seems pretty offensive. Cultural, my fucking ass. I got triggered right there. So, Will, I don't even know what to do with Good. That. Good, then oh, we're I'm starting either. out good. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. So, guys. you couldn't wear that hat on Living Fab after rehab? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The first time people thought, the first people time the they found out what I did for my professional career, uh, everyone was like, "Oh fuck, he's a spy." We can't talk, spy. We're not gonna talk to this guy anymore. No one talked to me for like three days. What is I, it? I, I'm a he's I'm a, a cop. I'm a cop. Oh geez, uh -oh. okay, ending meeting. Sorry. No, yeah. we have tons of police officer friends. <laughs> yep, yep. You would be so surprised about how many people uh, in my line of profession that watch our type shows they they love it they love it. oh That's yeah cool. yeah we, we have a, a ton of cop friends and they're all some of the best people i know there's some people who are so anti-police on both sides actually it's yeah. pretty weird like yeah. it's not just the the a cab defund the police people it's people on the far right too that are like mm -hmm. no you can't stand for freedom and stand for cops at the same time i'm like you can because everybody's individual you're not just looking you're not now you're stereotyping a whole group of people saying that all cops are bastards or whatever they're calling them yeah. or bootlickers they call them cop, yeah. cop suckers and bootlickers i'm like i don't i don't understand i don't understand that like 
I I'm still on probation and by 30, <laughs> by 32 years old, I will have spent 25% of my life on probation. And both times I got arrested. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to fight it. And this is not your fault. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's me. That's on me. Yeah. yeah you you yeah. were smart enough. It's not that you're white. You were just smart enough to go. I fucked up. It's not your problem. I'm in no, jail. Yeah, I'm, I'm a retard. Dude, yeah. As soon as he pulled the car over, I was like to my passenger, I was like, Hey, you can find a ride. I'm going to jail. And I uh, <laughs> pulled over and he's like, you got anything to drink? I'm like, I have. Uh, <laughs> what would you like to know? Still, still got it. Come on out. Come on, talk to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was exactly how it went. You didn't and do I, the, like, the generic, like, a couple. How long no, ago, I didn't like, say a couple. Like, in, like two hours like, or like something. Two or I right. did tell him, too. I said, I slammed an entire IPA right before I got in the car. And he's like, all right. So after we got done having our conversation, I don't know how I passed the field sobriety test that I should have fallen over so many times. And I drunk. That's how it's when he, when he got me in the car, he goes, he's like, you know, I'm going to let you know this right now. Cause he was pissed. He saw all of the paperwork. Everything was up to snuff. The way I handled myself was fine. And I passed the field sobriety test. And then I completely, completely botched the blow. I point two, four. And I, he's like, he's like, dude, he's like, you know, you're, he goes, I want you to know that you're not a bad guy, Benji. He goes, trust me, I see pieces of shit all night. And uh, I was like, and uh, this was shortly after the whole uh, Dallas five cops got shot. And I told him, I was like, you know, after that, I said, I just want you to know that regardless of this situation I'm in, I'm, I appreciate you doing your job. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, he was like, fucking get in the car. Like he was so pissed at me. And I was like, I was like, yeah, fair enough. I don't want it, <laughs> I but I have to. Yeah, <laughs> you know, when I was fucking 18 and it was because I was being a moron. So I wasn't even pissed at the time. I was like, fair enough. I know what the law is and I broke a lot of them. So yeah. Yeah. I expected to not get caught. That's Benji, the problem. When, when I come across guys like like you, uh, when I have to arrest people. Yeah, we, we're you're the guys that make it OK when we're like, oh, fuck, man, you're I don't want to put handcuffs on you because you seem like a great guy, but I got to do my job. Of course. But when we run into guys like you, you're the guys that we talk about at the end of shift. And we're like, man, I had the one, the guy arrested. He is the fucking coolest guy. He was great. He was fucked his life, but he was awesome. No, I fucked my life. But when we got to the jail, like we're, I'm sitting on the bench and they usually, uh, you know, attack the handcuffs to the floor. And the uh, security guard from the jail walks up. And he goes to handcuff my handcuffs or uh, chain my handcuffs to the floor. And he's like, hey, he doesn't need that. Yeah. And he's like, you sure? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, he doesn't need that shit. So then we went in. They, you know, they take my effects. And uh, as I'm walking in from the effects room into the actual holding cell area, he goes, hey, good luck, man. He was like, uh, oh. I, you know, just just keep your head on the level. You'll you'll be all right. And at the time, at the time, he had asked me a few questions based on like my IDs and whatnot and kind of heard a little bit of the story. So he, I, I, I turned around and I was like, you know, I kind of sarcastically, but like, hey, thank you. I'm all, yep. <laughs> like, I will, uh, will do. Yeah. When I went to jail, I made some super troopers joke at the cop in the holding cell. <laughs> like, as I was high as shit. I don't know. I was, I made some super troopers joke to him and he was just kind of like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Th those are the one, those are the guys I like. I, I laugh my ass off with people. I'd rather be laughing and, and making you know light of the situation. At least keep it on the mellow rather than the guys be you know mother effing me the entire time. Is that how I should start yeah. in the career getting arrested? Getting no. wasted and getting arrested. Make, make, sure, uh, make sure it's me that arrests you, okay? Because I'll have a great time with that. 
have you have you as a result of now our current um <clears throat> social climate have you ran into people saying just upon you asking them for their id and registration that they are scared of you all the time uh, oh my god I, i've had Look people I've had people immediately, I need a supervisor here. I don't feel safe. They've called 911 as I'm making stops on them to say I've been stopped by the an officer and I feel threatened oh for my, my life. Because you're white. I think he's going to rape me. But I, I want to I back up a little bit too because I've had, I do not I've had the last two or three months, it's never, never failed. I've had probably the most positive encounters with people to the point where I had a, a black female who I sat with, who had, her car was disabled. Um, and I sat with her because it was in a real bad shady spot and cars were whizzing past us at well over freeway speed as they always do. And she came back because she had a son in the car and I had asked her because their car was broken down, wasn't working. I said, hey, bring your, you guys want to come down and sit in my patrol vehicle? I have my AC going. You guys can relax. Um, we'll get the tow here. She had her own private tow, so it took forever to get there. Um, didn't want to use my tow when the guys have to be there in like 20 minutes when I call for them, but she's using her own, so whatever. So I sat with her the entire time, brought her son back. I let him turn my siren on. I let her him yell at his mom on the PA, and she <laughs> came. Awesome. She came back to my get on the ground. She came back to my patrol vehicle. Knee on the neck. Knee on the neck. <laughs> she came back to my patrol vehicle. And she goes, "I just want to tell you, you you have changed my perspective." on officers i have never oh met, shit i've never met anyone as nice as you to take the time to take my son back to the car to show him your uh, patrol vehicle she goes i truly appreciate that and my opinion and how i feel about officers has, has changed because of what you just did and i told her and i said look i i can only do what i do i'm trying to make a good contact with everyone every single time i don't want negative contacts i don't want people to be upset i'm meeting people on bad days i'm writing tickets i'm taking crashes i'm taking people who like my man Ben had a little bit too much to drink, you know, taking him to jail. I don't want negative contacts. I try to make every contact positive. And I said, all I can do is one person at a time and make that contact and see what, you know, what happens. I've been flagged down twice uh, where there's a, a whole, this car comes whizzing up on me like 85 miles per hour. And I was already going to a call. So I was cooking already. And uh, <laughs> they're like getting my attention and waving at me. I'm like, well, you want to talk to me? Let's talk. Pull, pull them over. It's, it's eight black males and females and a young kid and i walk up and i was like hey you got my attention what's going on you guys are speeding and he goes sir my son just wanted to see your patrol vehicle and uh so i immediately changed my opinion of what i was doing and i he puts his gun away yeah i have my gun <laughs> so no my gun good wasn't call, out call. bud my gun wasn't out so, reloading <laughs> i did think to myself when i walked up i'm like this is not going to be a good contact uh, uh, at all but why is that i don't know <laughs> no I reason don't know. i just the climate of the just, world just a feeling probably because i was rocking my child molester mustache at the time and i was like they're gonna give me an earful here oh um, thank you for getting rid of that thing <laughs> who wants hey, a hey, mustache hey, ride hey, hey, everybody does they're free <laughs> Yeah. They're free. Um, but I, I walked up and I started talking to him and the, the, the son was like bouncing in his, his car seat. He was three years old and he, he told me his name. He was like, I love officers. I can't, I'm so glad to meet you. And I'm like, I am glad to meet you. You just made my day, bud. 
and uh, start talking to him. I had to, I took the guy's license because I have to document everyone I come in contact with. And I walked back to my patrol vehicle. I usually have stickers for the kids. I didn't have any stickers. So I carry uh, a St. Michael challenge coin. Um, my twin, my identical twin brother gave me that when I became an officer. He became an officer before I did. And he gave me that when I got down to San Diego and I've carried it my entire career, my entire career as an officer. And uh, I, I got it out of my pocket and I brought it back up to him and I gave it to him. I said, listen, this protects me when I'm working on duty. I've worn it every single day that I've been on duty and I've come home every single day. I said, I want you to have this because I want you and your family to be protected how I've been protected. And I said, it's your job to keep this with you whenever you're with your family to keep them safe. I said, I hope you guys have a great day. And he, I thought he would have won the lottery the way he was, he responded. And those, <laughs> those are the stories that we don't ever get to talk about that right. people need to hear about. Those are the stories yeah. that are never covered. Yeah. yeah. That's not going to yeah. hit the news. So people that's, talk about this. I think that happens. Yeah. I think that happens a lot more often. Sorry. Continue. I just, no, yeah. no, it does. It happens way more than people talk about and it's never going to be publicized. And those, when people are talking about this great big racial divide, those are the stories I like to tell. And I tell my kids when yeah. I come home from work and I tell my wife who can tell her friend who can tell somebody else, you know, we get on shows and we talk about it. You know, we're not out here trying to kill people. We're out here trying to protect people. And that's our whole thing is I just want to keep it really. At least, Brian, at least not all the country. Time. Come on, man. I've never had my knee on anyone's neck just for the record. Yeah. Did you put my name? You mean kind of like St. Michael? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, well, with a big spear stabbing yeah. the devil. Yeah, yeah. I think people would feel less intimidated by by Mr. Chris over here if they knew how bad his jujitsu was. Hey, <laughs> I hate. Ouch. I am. I have never lost a fight on duty. Not once. Not on duty, baby. Not on duty. <laughs> so, Is that without drawing? <laughs> yeah. hey, I don't need. My, I. I'm one of the guys. I'm a firm believer. I like to go hands on rather than use weapons. I think that, that's way way more effective to be. The problem is people are too afraid to go hands-on and they pull guns. And once you trained. pull a gun, that, that becomes that's suicide. Every, that's everybody's weapon. Yeah. You that's have called, this out here. Escalation. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I'll I'll disarm people way more often with my my words rather than anything else. But when it comes down to fist, fisticuffs, I'm ready to throw. Well, you know, that's always uh, been my go-to because I'm a small dude, so I don't really yeah. have a lot of like, you know, hands-on shit. So I use my <laughs> my vocal fist instead, yeah. and I haven't gotten in fights ever. Are you, <laughs> I may look like a little guy, but just because I'm sitting next to this big ass man right next to me, but you know, I think that your demeanor, the way you carry yourself, is more important than anything else. And like you said, words can be way effective with people. Well, that yeah. was that's always that's always been my whole thing. Like <clears throat> that second stop, I had my CCW with me in the center console. And I quoted the law um, about why I had it in there, um, why I ended up having left it in there when I went out to drink. I used to keep it in my car, uh, and I knew that as long as the center console was closed, at least you're in California as well, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when uh, the Reading, Reading officer had pulled me over, we went through the whole shenanigans, and he's like, uh, yeah, um, now I'm under arrest. And uh, he's like, okay, do you have any weapons in the car? I said, uh, yes, I have my 40 caliber CCW. It's in the center console. And uh, he's like, okay. And he tells the um, backup officer to go check it out. And uh, he's like, why didn't you tell me about that? And I was like, uh, well, my CCW instructor said, he goes, I don't give a fuck what your CCW instructor said. He goes, he goes that's, that's something that you would want to tell me, like, as soon as I ask for your ID. Um, and then he kind of sits there for a minute. They, you know, they clear it. And he's like, for real, though. He was like, you don't seem like the kind of person to hide that. He's like, why didn't you tell me? I go my ccw instructor told me 
<laughs> that unless it is on my person or the officer specifically asks, I do not have to tell the officer of its presence. So the, and he goes, the, the officer fucked up because he that's the, one of the first things I always ask even before I talk so to people. This is right. a great segue, Ben. I was go, going this exact same direction. Um, Chris being a cop, officer, sorry. Uh, <laughs> how do you, how do you deal with people that have CCWs? Do you is that something you actually like? Because every interaction I've had with a cop, which has been very few, where I've had my CCW on me, they've either let me go or talked to me for ten minutes about guns. I'd probably talk to you for 15 to 20 minutes about guns. Cause I love guns. Yes. I, I'd rather have good people with guns than bad yes. people with guns. See guys that have CCWs don't make me nervous. And most of the time, like, cause I ask people right away, Hey, do you have any weapons? So and, many people don't get that. Do I, do I need to know about anything that's in the vehicle? Do you have any weapons that is, can be a danger to me or my partner um, or whatever, if I'm working with somebody and typically, if, you know, the guys that say, Oh yeah, I have my concealed carry. Uh, it's in here. And I said, okay, just don't reach for it. That's fine. We'll, and we enter, you know, I can pull them away from that and get them out of the car and talk to them outside the car. And then that way we both can feel right. safe. Uh, or I can say, Hey, bud, if you don't mind, uh, I would like to remove that gun from your present, your persons right now. Right. So I can keep us safe so that we don't have any negative encounter with it. And, but yeah, like, and, and some guns don't, guns, guns are going to be like, yeah, totally get it. Yeah. Guns don't make me nervous. They're, the weapons that, um, CCW guys that are, don't make me nervous. Guys that don't have it and have guns, those are the ones that make me nervous. Uh, that that shouldn't have yes. the weapons. Uh, knives, I hate knives more than guns. Knives oh, I would are, think uh, so. Knives are way easier to hide, and they come out in a second. And by the time that they get pulled out, I'm too close and to even as fast. You know, as, I'm not saying I'm fast, but to get my gun out and get shots on target, right. you know, knives are. I'm going to get cut. So oh, I don't yeah. want to get cut. So I, I much prefer people. Who, good people to have weapons. And I think everybody should be carrying, uh, in my opinion, I think it would yeah. deter a lot more crime. So that's my opinion. That's, a, that's not my that's department's huge, opinion. So that's a huge, uh, thing. All the cops I've talked to, at least they're like, right. I wish everybody would have a CCW because it would be like Texas. I mean, I'm sure big country could attest to that. Well, they have, uh, they have full, uh, open carry coming in, uh, September, I think without September a first. So yeah, it's going to be awesome. In Kansas, Kansas was already a constitutional open carry and concealed without a permit. So, like when we moved there, <clears throat> when we moved there and we got Kansas license, the first thing we did, we didn't turn on the electric. We didn't know. We went out and got guns. <laughs> See, I, I live by them Kansas laws, even though we're in San Diego. You know, you know what I'm saying? Maybe. <laughs> uh, it was so funny because when we went to go get our guns and we were looking at different ones, you know, and I was like, so. Like, how long is, like, the wait period? And he's like, man, you are from California, huh? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, if you pass, you get to take it with you. And I was like, right now? He's like, like today? <laughs> yeah. Like a no kid cool buying a Lego set. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'll even give you a box, box of ammo. ammo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. And he's like, you're all, you're all, can I buy more than two today? <laughs> uh, so we did, store. like. So we did. So they what they do is that um so like if I go in to buy a gun and my wife goes in to buy a gun and I pass my background check, they just put her name on my background check because we're married and then she passes then so then here's your guns. Wow. When I when we li we lived in Florida for 2 years. Nice though. And when we found out that if, if as long as I got a state ID, that it would be considered permanent residence. Well, we weren't. We were there for the military. Uh, Ex-wife was in the Navy. And uh, while we were there, we found out if, as long as I got a, an ID card, I didn't even need a license. 
uh, you could just walk in and they did have a three day waiting period. But the thing was, is that in Florida, it's actually a felony on the FFL to create or own a registry of either guns or gun owners. So you could walk in, pay cash for whatever gun, and it doesn't, nothing about this transaction is affiliated with you if you don't want it. Now, if you have a CCW, you walk in and pay cash for a gun and then pick out the package you want on it, like a car, be like, well, I want that suppressor on it. And I want this, you know, the size magazine. And then they give it to you and you put it in your butt crack and you walk out and that's it. And it's totally legal. I was like, I didn't know that things like i didn't know you guys had laws but apparently you don't have many <laughs> right? i'm pretty uh, pretty jealous of a uh, big country there because i just put in for uh, i have my name on an ar that i'm going to pick up uh i think on monday i have to check but i'm pretty sure it's monday but the laws are so retarded here that you have to have uh, a fin or a blade or something on, yeah, the, on yeah. the handle the, the hand and, guard on the it's stupid looking yeah so they found it <laughs> they found a way around that though and there's some mod they can do where it's like a break apart thing where it's a fixed mag and it, floating so, is I, what they call it yeah yeah i don't know he just told me about it i'm like it's okay so that dumb. sounds great I, I would rather actually grip the handle than have this weird fucking thing in the way but but that's they act not, like you're not gonna fucking cut it off anyways you know what i mean Right. Let's be honest. That's not why he bought it. He bought it because it was five fifty, and and the uh, Smith and Wesson was about fifteen hundred. No, it was like nine nine eighty nine or something. But I'm like, eh, if it fires when I pull price. the trigger, I'll be good. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good price. Nothing wrong with that. Just take it to the range, and as long as you're no. proficient with yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think yeah. uh, I bought I bought an AR pistol in Kansas <laughs> right before like everything got real crazy. You were so uh, hard. Oh, <laughs> Blue chew hard. You know what I mean? Miracle <laughs> you, couldn't even, um, you couldn't even do a show for a week because he's just walking around with dude, a hard I can't go in public. Dude, we're not no, even I getting just... like sponsorship from Blue Chew, okay? Dude, I, I don't know why you're always pitching <laughs> we have We have so many other <laughs> affiliates. Like, okay. Blue Chew! <laughs> um, I want your boner! <laughs> it was, uh, it, it was uh, an, AR, an AR pistol <laughs> chambered in 300 blackout. Ooh. And it was four fifty. What? Holy shit! Oh. American. Yeah. American. American. Four fifty. Yeah. God, dude, damn. I cannot wait till I retire. I'm, I'm so pitching my wife to move out of the state. It's gonna be dude, a hard sell. You but... gotta stop with the retirement thing because it's gonna be a while. Listen, dude. let's you just know how... go. Just what? Just quit? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Retirement away. Quit your job. Fuck it. Fuck it. You're already in the pension, right? I'm. Listen. I would, I would get i would get so little if i retired right now it'd be a joke i gotta get to at least 20 years to be fully vested which i'm right around the corner i'm halfway there and that's not right around the corner all here's your pension you have eight thousand dollars <laughs> we'll give you hey, yeah we'll I give you 17 dollars hey, a, a month for the <laughs> yeah congratulations <laughs> on your social security your, your career has been great thank you for your service <laughs> So I looked at what I've been putting in for this X amount of time yeah. I've been on because I'm old, but I'm, I'm not going to say how long I've been on, but I've been on a good minute now. Um, and I was completely surprised. What's that? How long exactly? Have I been on? Yeah. It'll be 10 years in February. Okay. 10 years. That's a good, that's a good stand. I got on late. I was an old man when I got hired on. I was It'd be really cool if you could like throw one of those to the screen. oldest guy Maybe. to go through the academy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was old as hell when i went through all these young little sons of bitches 20 something years old going through running um, so 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 let me uh ask you guys a question maybe change gears a little bit here 
Yep. How did you get the name Legit Bat oh, Podcast? Okay, we will tell you that one off air because I think the last like five episodes straight well, we've told we that story. <laughs> I can like synopsize it pretty good. Or you guys yeah, give me yeah, that I was going to say, really your, hard. your listeners haven't heard, I guess. So go ahead. Yeah, no, we want, we want to know. The hooligans want to know. <laughs> Do it. Jen, you want to tell it this time? It's, okay. Well, it's basically we a dick off. joke. Have you guys ever seen the show <laughs> Workaholics? Yes, yes. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So in one of the first couple episodes, they're sitting up on the roof and they're like, have you ever seen your dad's dick? And they're like, <laughs> what? Dad dicks? And then the guy's like, yeah. You know, and he's like, oh, dad dicks. Like he makes that crazy face. The guy with the yeah. super long hair. And then they were asking uh, Durs. He's like, so what's your dad packing? And he's like, he's got a legit bat. So we made this joke about legit bat, like your dad has a legit bat. So when I came out to visit them, when I lived in Indiana, they lived in California. I came out here to visit Joe and then Ben, obviously, too. And their roommate made me write legit in red Sharpie on a bat. And I had no idea what I was doing. I'd never seen the show. And they're like, we have a legit bat now. And so every time someone said something super funny, they would pass the bat to that person. Like, you said the funniest thing tonight or just whatever dumb one-liner someone spat. They were like, oh, okay, great. That was awesome. Here's the legit bat. And they'd carry it around and pass it around like a scepter to the next person. And then when Joe and I got married, they presented it to me at the wedding. It was like behind the arch oh, and they like cool. gave it to me like I, like I get the last joke or whatever. And now it's hanging on our wall. Hell yeah. So we just Legendary. decided, we, we tried to make our show the three of us lived together for like 18 months when I moved here in this little townhouse and we would sit around the fire and tell stupid stories and just talk shit all the time. And that's kind of how our show goes. So Joe had the idea to, or maybe Ben who called it legit bad. I can't even remember who decided to call it legit bad. Was it you, Ben? I believe so. I, we had been throwing around names for ever because I mean, we had, Joe had the idea for the podcast probably a good yeah. almost almost like two years before we got yeah. it started. And so we would occasionally bat, no pun intended, bat this around an idea. And uh, we had like, we were trying to come up with like different euphemisms and things like that for like smoking weed or uh, something. And then everything was either taken or it didn't, it just didn't blend well. And uh, <clears throat> I, I told Joe, I was like, oh, we could do like, I don't know, legit bat podcast. And like at first it was he was like, oh, yeah, it's funny. And then as it started, it, I guess he simmered on it or something. He was like, I think that's it. I think that's yeah, I, that makes actually uh, sense. I'm like, oh, okay. nobody's going to gonna listen like... to it anyway. Since it had well, to do with like the wittiest comment of the night, it made sense. Yeah. Right. Show where we're talking and saying stupid shit and occasionally <laughs> funny. And it was way before any of I, I know conspiracies have been happening for uh, all of eternity but um we weren't into them really all that much because covid hadn't happened when he was bouncing around the and idea i really wasn't at all. Yeah. yeah so we weren't really interested in that we did talk about aliens and like other crazy stuff like that or the Not, the yeah, yeah just like yeah, little things like we would just we listened to Amateur. a podcast called yeah mysterious <laughs> universe and we would talk about things like that but then See, I'm the, I really think I belong to be, I think I should be on your guys' podcast. I'm, whoa, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the the way like 
newbie here. That's me. That's me. I'm I when we started this, they it was it was kind of like this idea of bouncing it off of 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 somebody that didn't have shit like for instance i had no idea who you were i didn't know your guys's name when you guys got on zoom all i knew is we had a podcast tonight i do yeah. zero research i feel and uh, <laughs> when we first started all this it was this is my guy one of our <laughs> one of our uh well one of joe's first contacts that he had known was a dangerous world podcast shout out to ryan and brandon and uh the, ryan g- gets now. on what's that is it just ryan now Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Ryan got on. He was like, all right, what do you guys want to talk about? And so from this point on, it was kind of like finding the craziest stories. And when then we would just kind of. Oh, no, they got him. They got him. They got him around. And part of it was that oh. I, I was uh, we were about six months into uh, the pandemic and everything just started getting cracked wide the fuck open. And then we start hearing and talking to guests that have solid evidence, like Corey over at Forbidden Knowledge News, where he just brings up all this stuff from from the JFK assassination. And I about shit my pants. I was like, dude, this is even if even if uh, you don't believe it or you don't accept it, it's one of those that it's entertainable with the idea that it could be with how little you know. And about six months into the podcast, so earlier this year, Joe texted me and he goes, hey, um, has anything changed about the way you look at the world from the six months that we've done the podcast from like last year at this time till now? Well, a year earlier had been February. It was right before the pandemic broke out. And I told him, I go, Morpheus question. I go, um, (laughs) I said, I wouldn't necessarily say that I believe in aliens. I wouldn't necessarily say that uh, I I believe in all these conspiracies. But even just being on the show, what it has done is it has given me a completely open mind to entertain them like they could be real. And that alone has completely changed the way that I think about everything because now any of the information I get that I would have just been like, okay, and you're crazy. And uh, I'm not going to believe a word that comes out of your mouth after yeah, this. So it's finally are, just though. like, mm-hmm. I'm just now I at least entertain it. I'm like, holy shit, that could be possible. Yeah. That's yeah, Chris. That's totally well, now that We've at. got our <laughs> retarded story out of the way. Tell us your story. How did you start? <laughs> yeah. This? Let's hear about fuck whiskey, uh, beer and conspiracies. Well, I like that beginning. Well, 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 we used to not be whiskey, beer, and conspiracies. We used to be Dirty Roro and the boys. We we had a fourth host. Oh, uh, I thought it was Living Fab after rehab. <laughs> <laughs> That's his closet podcast. <laughs> he goes home and puts on lipstick, and he's like, "Yeah, what's up, guys? It's yeah. all someone else is getting cuffed We're tonight." Hey, 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 hey! Yeah, I what I do on my own time is none of your guys' fucking business. Okay, <laughs> don't 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 sniff the nightstick. <laughs> We don't carry oh, night sticks anymore, but my collapsible baton's yeah. been used. Collapsible? <laughs> it's a it's a push button extender. Oh, you better right. hear people. This is a cop joke. My collapsible <laughs> baton. Oh my God. So, it up to the Dewalt drill. So the the, the basis basis way that we started, we had four guys, and we were it's me my two brother-in-laws and our basically our best friend and we're just getting shitty at my house i think it was my house it probably we would it didn't matter what house yeah we were shitty this was back when i was drinking a shit ton and it wasn't that much it wasn't that much <laughs> yeah i drink a lot <laughs> yeah brian yeah. was drinking a ton of that but we would start spitballing and start talking and we had such a good time with all of our conversations that we were having and me being like i what the fuck are you guys talking yeah. about well well it started when we met big country yeah right and but like so when 
when they started dating, Chris's sister-in-law was dating Big Country. He oh, shows up to his Chris house. And big no. Country. No, no, no. They're, they're, That's their their wives note. are both sisters. So, so big, big Country is married to my wife. No. Oh, married, weird. Married my wife's sister. Yes. Excuse me. Whoa, whoa, holy shit. That I was going to say that shit's about weird. to get real weird. That got this real is a weird. whole uh, different podcast. So, <laughs> you weren't in Arkansas. My wife, I don't want to have a paternity test. Buddy. I swear to God, I'm not drinking. This is just Coke. For anybody that knows I'm so I'm not drinking. So Coke is way worse, dude. <laughs> dude, I was dying. You're a cop, not, for Christ's sake. I, I never have soda either, and I was dying. I needed something today. I'm, I'm dragging ass. I've been all I've been There's doing. There's plenty of whiskey in my cabinet. Anyways, so Roxanne's sister Give Nicole up, starts dating this dipshit Brian, big country, and we I didn't know how to take him in the beginning, dude. But I first, loved him. First right time off the bat. we met him, right off the bat, it was like he was just like a missing friend that had come back to the group. He he I was. love finding those people. Yeah. He was he immediately entered into the group and was a part of it. And I yeah. was like, but the things that he was talking about, I'm like, there would be times we'd be sitting around and he'd be like, dinosaurs are fake. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> you laugh and you're like, fuck, did you just say? Yeah, you're like, okay, all right, dude. And then he'd be like, Earth is oh, that's flat. my dude. You're like, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, the up. first like, time that he told me the, the earth was flat, I was just like, who the fuck? You're all, oh my God, are you really? I really like this yeah. guy, but I think he's maybe a little crazy. Yeah, we're looking at his guess wife. Guess what? Hey. We're getting married. Yeah. We were we were at Chris's house. We were sitting around the bonfire. We were getting shit-faced drunk. And he goes, We should start a podcast. And I'm like, what the fuck is a podcast? Yeah. And I yeah. Know what, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was like, No, dude, we should. It would be funny. Like, and so we were like, it was months that we talked about it and then finally mm -hmm. he was like let's do it because before our podcast he had his own podcast and it was you know Terrible. recorded it was, it was <laughs> i did listen and i was like this is not good but it's really hard to do a solo podcast there's it's not really many people that can do there's not many people that can do solo podcasts no. it just no, i think he's like yeah. the only one Charlie's amazing. We've had him on the show yes. a couple of times. Yeah. And he's, he's spectacular. I recorded oh, yeah. an episode for Rockfin Premium by myself, and I was so uncomfortable the whole time. And they say I did we're a like good three job. years into know. the show. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he's if like, hey, guys, I'm Boya. Welcome yeah. to the show. Cool. And, uh, but so, so we talked about for a while, and we started doing it. Um, like, like Big Country said, he had a cell phone with this shitty fucking USB mic. Mm -hmm. and we we would record it chris's sometimes a lot of the times we record in my shed and it was four of us crammed into a fucking shed we were sharing one mic and it was terrible in the beginning we were having so much fun though you know so and we had already decided okay if we're gonna do a podcast we don't give a shit if anybody listens we don't give a shit if anybody thinks it's good um yep. so we started recording and it was dirty row and the boys at the time and then uh, our fourth host left, and um, actually uh, Gordo from those conspiracy guys recommended we change our name uh, to fit more of the topics we talk about. So we started spitballing, and I think Brian got it's like whiskey, beer, and conspiracies. And well, it just stuck. so I think so, I mean, I ours it. would have been way bigger. I think if we would have had more of a themed title, right? But a year in, and we're like. This is just what it is. Like, I don't fucking whatever. Like, people will find us. Your audience finds you if they like you. I feel you like you had whatever. the same exact mindset that you guys had. He was like, I don't care if anyone listens. Right. I don't care if we're good. This we're just doing fun. this for us. And yeah. he was like, it will be hilarious. And I was like, mm -hmm. I'll... 
Take your if word anything, for it. It'll be hilarious to us because we crack yeah. ourselves well, up. So if that was exactly why. Boy, whatever. That was exactly why we did it is because Joe literally told me, he goes, hey, I, I'm not worried about anybody hearing this. I, 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 honestly, it's more like we have had over the last two and a half, three, four years, we have had so many conversations um, and all of us at certain times admitted like we've had conversations that we pretty much have refused to have with certain people that we know because it just it's never going to go well. And so we've discussed things that we would never talk about with anybody else. And so he goes, I just kind of want to monologue it. Like we end up getting shitty and we say a bunch of dumb shit. And most of the time we're struggling to remember the next day. (laughs) He was like, so this way we can actually like record it. And if we ever want to go back and and remember something that we talked about, uh, you know, it's, it's a monologue. And if somebody decides that they want to tune in and hear our dumb mouths move, then, you know, they can do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a way of chronicling our thoughts or something. And I think it's kind of cool because it's almost like a legacy for the kids, too, yeah. where they have right. I mean, if they ever gave a shit enough to listen to us, which they don't in real life. So I don't expect them to actually go back and listen to us. But maybe after we're dead, they'll go back to our uh, non-censored, you know, podcast and actually listen to our weird thoughts. Who knows? Yeah, right. I, I love it. By the way, when you were mentioning challenge coins. Uh, it was funny because I've I've had one uh, this one in my pocket for about eight years. Nice, I love it. That's Appreciate awesome, brother. It. I I was gonna say that for starting a podcast and talking about the tough conversations that you may not have with certain people and yeah. getting that uh, that voice out and heard and these topics, I think they need to be talked about and addressed. And yes. you know, I think that's a great way to come into a podcast. You know, not really worried about what people are thinking or how successful you could be. Cause though, if you're doing podcasting and you want to be su- successful, that's, the, you know, that's your thing. That's not us. What we're trying to do yeah. and what we've always talked about, what we're, we're trying to do is talk about some hard conversations, talk about in depth, funny things. Sometimes they're fun. Sometimes it's conspiracy. Sometimes it's cr- true crime. We just want to talk about some things and get that truth where you scratch the surface because it gets the non-believer or the person that has a tough time wrapping their head around things to open your mind. Like Ben said, you know, six months ago, he probably wouldn't have been, Oh, you're crazy. I'm not going to listen to you or talk to you. Now his mind's opened up a little bit where he's out there and he can entertain those ideas and say, Hey, maybe it is true. Maybe that is, is what's going on, you know, and look for the truth, you know, and that's what we've talked about all the time is we want truth seekers. I'm raising my sons to be truth seekers. I don't want them just to regurgitate information that they're being forced into their brains. I want them to go out there and be critical thinkers and go out there and find the truth for themselves. And that's what we tell the hooligans all the time. We may, we may be way off. What we're talking about is we may be wrong and we're not, I am never afraid to admit when I'm wrong, but what we want to talk about is have the conversation, look into it for yourself. And if, if you find out something more than what we do, come tell us about it because we want to hear it. We are open to hearing these things and we want to have these dialogues. No, yeah, that was the whole idea. After we got started and we kind of realized we vectored into this weird realm that was, that's very niche, first of all, and not everybody wants to hear it, and some people are going to hate on us and call me a hippie and call her a blonde and call him a finger eater. <laughs> it's just fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if we can just, like, it's the, I think uh, Isaac Weishaupt said it, uh, just planting seeds. Like, if you hear one thing we say and it makes you, like, sit up at night and go, shit, I've never looked at the sky like that. I wonder what what the fuck that... Like, we had Crow 777 on last week, and that dude is at the top of his insane game. Like, he he's at the very fringes. Have you heard of this dude, yeah. Crow 777? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he's... 
he's very controversial, first of all, and there's a lot of things I don't agree with him on, but he's he's out there asking the questions and he's formed his own opinions on it. That's what I respect about him. Not necessarily what he's... He has a lot of weird shit, but... Yeah. What do you guys think? Well, I think... Uh the first person to kind of plant the seed well i always always kind of had a conspiracy mind but when big country came along it was like he's like have you heard of this what do you think about that you know so it kind of started you know making me think a little bit more about what's going on around us and stuff and um even today you know he'll be like here's some new shit and send us a video or a documentary and that'll ruin your fucking yeah we watch month. an hour end of this documentary and we go home and cry for oh, three yeah. hours afterwards <laughs> I gotta, what documentary I gotta was it i want to see it. it okay we'll okay, definitely Brian, it send it s- s- send it and it's okay. gonna wreck you i mean it <laughs> okay. it's ruined me and i so let me <laughs> is it so adrenochrome like- no 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 it's nothing to do with kids so <laughs> let me preface with this so after we do the name change right now mind you when so my wife and i took our honeymoon belated honeymoon in ireland and that's where i met gordo gordo was like yeah fucking i'll have dinner with you guys so he came and had dinner with us and he was like him and sam tripoli were the inspiration for our shows and so he he says you guys have a good show but he's like when you tell somebody what your name is dirty road on the boys what's the next question they ask you they ask us what we talk about and predominantly on the show, we talk about conspiracies. So he's like, why don't you change your name to something that fits you guys? So from the beginning, we would drink whiskey or drink beer and talk about conspiracies. We had, each of us had lists of names. And there was some deep shit, like like lifting the shroud, you know, taking the red pill. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, uh, like you know, awaken the masses, like all this. And then Morpheus I, I resurrected. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know who it was, but somebody was like, how about whiskey, beer and conspiracies? And like that was what yeah, we've was, always done. It was yeah. you, dude. We yeah. were sitting well, in my garage, had, and you you spitballed whiskey beer. It, and yeah, we had maybe we each had been. like various names, kind of like whiskey beer and conspiracies. And I think eventually it was just, yeah, that's it. You know, yeah, it's straightforward. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and and so so there was a topic that I had I had researched like up and up until like before I had met my wife, and then I met my wife, then I met these guys, and we started the show. And it was flat earth. Now I looked into flat, like before I put my name next to that theory, right? It was three and a half, maybe four years. I watched every documentary. I read every book I could get, whether it was a presentation on YouTube or like a website. I looked at all of it before I was like, yes, this is it. So then I presented to these guys. And then Chris is like on kind of on board with it. Right. And boy is still kind of like, and I don't know. So I so much so that I'm writing a book about it. It should be out this year, but congratulations. So I appreciate awesome. that. Yeah, I never thought I would be an author, but I was like, I always want to write a book, but I should write about something that I know the most about. But so a good friend of the show, um, Amy says WTF. A month ago, she randomly sends us on Instagram this documentary called Lost History: The Lost History of Earth. It's a five-hour documentary. Oh Jesus! And I was like, it's "What platform?" I got time. YouTube. Um, it's on YouTube. YouTube. <clears throat> Surprisingly, okay. it's on YouTube for now. I downloaded a hard copy because I'm like, "This shit's gonna disappear." <laughs> sure. Like, good, good, good call. Yeah. So, I I I start watching it. Thirty minutes in, my soul leaves my body. <laughs> <laughs> After about an hour and fifteen, 
I'm 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 making phone calls to mental institutes. Like, what's your policy <laughs> on self check-ins? <laughs> right? Do I have to my copay? <laughs> so yeah, what's so what's, what's the copay? copay? <laughs> I, I think I just need a 24 hours to just to get my shit back together. The 48 <laughs> hour thing, 72 hours. A couple I'm not... bottles of beer. Right. Yeah. Realistically, you can only watch this. I I don't know. I mean, myself, I would do like half hour, 45 minutes a day. Cause it's so much information. I did. I'm gonna watch it all the night, dude. (laughs) Just so I. You may start drinking again. Maybe we should have a conversation (laughs) before you do that. No, how about I just get your number so that when I'm on when I'm on minute 44, I can call you and be like, I I only want to do one more. Yeah, I'm just gonna have one one shot, Chris, and I'm gonna be like, Ben, we can do this. Stay sober. (laughs) Once you hit once you hit the baby factory part, then you're you're. You might as well just. I didn't yeah, have anything shots. to do with kids. That's major well, Like, it's got a lot I to mean, do with everything. But yeah, not so I just looked it up like and I can't find it on kids. YouTube. I'll, 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 I will send it to your Instagram um, right. right now. Google Drive. Perfect. So, so I, I send it to these guys now. Now, boy accesses the Instagram just as much as I do, but I just so happen to be on that night. I see it. I start watching it. And I'm like, fuck me. I send it to them. <laughs> And then he starts with boy starts watching it and he goes, fuck me. So then we post about it on our Instagram. And I was like, Amy, go fuck yourself. This is some bullshit. <laughs> and then we had like 75 messages from people that follow us. They're like, send me the link, send me the link. And I'm like, full disclosure, <laughs> enter at your own risk. I don't, after I've watched this documentary, I don't know anything. I know yeah. absolutely Isn't that funny? nothing. Well, yeah. it, and and to be quite honest, the stuff that the the guy presenting all of this evidence is is really like basic type logical shit. It's not like he's going off on some. And this is stuff that, mind you, I I can guarantee you that you're going to watch most of this documentary and go, you know what? I've always thought about that. And, and even if it's just been like a passing thought in your mind, you're, it's going to come back to you and you're going to go, this motherfucker might be right. Yeah. We don't know shit. Everything that I spent fucking how many years in school and they fucked me, you know? Yeah. So it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's wild. And so we would text back and forth. Sure. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I just said, I'm two hours guys. in, where are you okay. at? You know? And it's like, Dude, I can't take it anymore. I watched numerous, two hours and I was like, I'm taking a day Numerous, break. numerous messages came in from people that were like, a lot, yeah. I'm uh, watching this and I'm picking my soul up off the ground. So this <laughs> last weekend, um, Sam Tripoli had a tinfoil hat comedy show in Dallas. So I went to that. And um, I see XG after, the, after the, uh, the show and he had asked for it too. He replied to the story and asked for it. So I go up to him. I was like, "What's up, XG? He's a big country." He's like, oh yeah, yeah. What's up, man? He's like, "So you sent me that documentary, right?" And I was like, "That was you, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Well, you asked for it, so." And he <laughs> swear to God, Pothead. no joke. That dude leans into me, into my ear, and goes, "Fuck you, dude." And I was like, "Bro, you asked for it." And he goes, that "It seems to be the up. general response to watching this documentary." I can't wait is, to watch you. it. Now. I can't either. I'm so excited. If yeah. you guys watch it and don't say "fuck you," there's something wrong with you. Just oh, stand. You're a lizard person. We are 
are we are of the general mindset though that we don't know what's right. going on. We could live in a simulation. We could live on a flat yes, earth. I was we could just live about on to say a round that. earth. I don't. We don't really know After what's going on. Year, like I didn't. Yes. Think I open shit. to all of it. I didn't think care. I knew shit a year ago. And now after doing the show <laughs> and talking to all these crazy people, I'm like, I feel even smaller now, and I'm a small That's, dude. Yeah. Like I feel so tiny. <laughs> yeah, we could be living on a cattle ranch for aliens, in my opinion, possibly. And just that they our just eggs. harvest us, not just eggs, we but just, <laughs> they look at how animals are treated by us though or bugs or ants or anything we could be that to another multiple species up in the stars that we have know nothing about because we cattle don't might, have the technology but if we were cattle then i don't think we'd have to pay taxes so that might be a good option <laughs> well, we're like, an advanced <laughs> species of cattle Cows, cattle could have to pay taxes to the main cow like a cow boss. person in charge cow boss. that we don't even know about like they don't like have you ever seen hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yeah. fuck yeah. what's going on on earth they're like uh, we need to make a highway well, and you're kind so, of in the way you so, know what bye. the documentary that documentary reminded me of that movie because you remember at the end where he shows back up to his house and they're like rebuilding shit and th- that's the whole tartaria mud flood situation going on right there oh, like yeah they that's kind of reset yeah. everything oh my god it's yeah that's that's exactly that's exactly where all of us got to was after we had the distinct pleasure of having a lot of bigger names than we thought we'd we'd ever pull much less than you know six months to a year and we talked to these people and they're just like like charlie we've i, I don't know we've had him on three or four times i think and every yeah. time he has so much information about no matter what you throw at him that you just kind of go, you know, I feel like every time I have a podcast, I learn a lot. Yeah. And what that does is make you realize you don't know dick about fuck. Right. And then as soon as, as soon as you get into that mindset, that's when your mind splits open is exactly. because you go, I'm learning so much, that, so much more than a lot of people ever get the chance to learn or are willing to learn. And when you get to that point, that's when you go, holy fuck, I don't know anything at all. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan yeah, Alexander is a guest we've had on. He was our first guest ever. And he's the one that brought up mud flood theory and Tartaria and everything to us. And we had the same reaction as we did with this documentary. It was like, fuck, man. Like, what, what do we really know? You know, so yeah. we started digging into it ourselves and we're finding all these crazy fucking pictures. And then it starts to make a lot of sense. Like, you're telling me that fucking a horse and buggy was carrying bricks to build this giant fucking ancient cathedral like no that's not right you know it doesn't make any yeah. sense at all it, it, it it's fucked up and i'm, I'm getting sad. Well, i had somebody <laughs> ask us um uh the other day on instagram and, and somebody had watched a documentary and then they're like i have kids and <laughs> how do i know like like how do i know what to teach my kids if i don't even know what the fuck's going on And I said, that's a fantastic question. And I don't know the answer to that, but I think an easier understanding of that might be, um, is it, here's how you can tell the difference between bullshit and the truth, whether the, whatever the truth may be, is it easier to unlearn the things that you've been taught your whole life or is it harder to discern from the truth of these things that you're learning? And he's like, oh, it's way easier to unlearn the shit that I've been taught. I'm like, then that's how you know that that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to unlearn bullshit than it is something that's being presented to you. Maybe tomorrow, maybe yesterday. That 
is new information to you and it makes sense. Like I I've, you know, within this last couple of years of all this stuff going on in the world and the, everything we've done with the show, and like you said, the guests that you've talked to that we've talked to um, my, like my pineal gland is like orgasming right. just every day. Ugh. <laughs> new information Mick turned that into a sound clip we... that was a collective and it was right on cue and I, I just want to let you know yeah. that there's two people that didn't make that that noise and it's the blonde chick and me so we're we're the only two sane people here no, you, guys, you guys just missed it you sorry guys... sorry sorry jen fucking rude this guy. the blonde chick i think wants to I be on your so, podcast uh... I do. I, I want to be the fourth member of their podcast. Can I? I'm going to leave whiskey beer and conspiracies and come on with you guys. I do. I, I do think though that that is a great way to look at it. Like the very question that she asked about how do I how do I teach my kids this when I feel like I don't know anything. I actually think you start there. I think that is where you start out with your kids. Is you go. I don't fucking know. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have all the answers. It, I, I don't want you guys to think that you know dad or mom is all knowing. I don't know shit. And what I want you to understand is that you know even less than that shit. So go throughout your life so clean collecting. Your room. Yeah. Go yeah, go clean your room and then we'll talk. Um and you can get a skittle. But uh no, we'll, like let's like teach them like I don't know. Like I, people always have to feel like they know shit. And it's like, no, why don't you yeah. just admit I don't fucking know? Yeah. Well, he said that, it earlier. Admit when you're wrong. Something that I've always said, it's one of my favorite quotes is you got to know what you don't know. And people that's that's where especially adults that's where they fuck up right because absolutely. they want to be right and it's like dude it's okay for you to be like yeah i don't fucking know so <laughs> absolutely I think, I think that's a society thing is that we as a society do not know how to say i don't know or you know what I, yeah <laughs> i'm gonna i don't have the answer right now but i'm gonna go look for it and i'll get back to you and i'll mm -hmm. you know maybe we can find it together you know and learn this together because uh -huh. there's there's been times where my kids have come to me or my wife or, you know, these two numb nuts has come to me and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? I was like, Just I'm assaulting everybody. Hey, I'm, I try to, I try to piss off as many people as I can. It's my, part of my profession. Well, you're a cop. Yeah. yeah I, I, thank you. See, you understand. Typical. My wife, so that, had the that little black kid story was all bullshit. He's pointing, no, that at, was he's true. pointing that a was, gun at me. He right. saw, it's a joke. I shot. I shot them all. Yeah. And then called I for shot backup. all of them. They're and I dead. didn't even call for backup. I did it all by myself. They're all dead. Um, then I drove away. And I didn't and then go to jail on gang violence. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I threw down my throwdown and then let them figure it out that they like, all shot World themselves. Star. <laughs> no, that's funny, man. I, I said the same oh, thing sorry. to Kate, uh, my son. I almost said his name. Uh, my kid, nice. he, he was talking about the. Uh, it, like egypt and the pyramids and stuff and i was like i was probably a little bit tuned up you know how i do but i was like dude <laughs> you don't even know how the pyramids were made like to this day we have no fucking idea how these things were made and he was like what i was like think about it two thousand pound rocks or whatever the fuck they are like yeah. nobody knows how you know that long ago somebody got all these rocks together and piled them up into a perfect uh star centered like direction centered thing didn't, didn't he have to build yeah. a pyramid yeah, you well, should have we did made like him a... build spaceships and then have the Anunnaki come down and like build how you teach <laughs> no, him I, how, I, the, I, how the pyramids are made. All of a sudden, he's got thousands he's like, of slaves on. in the front yard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all right, we got to put the gold over do here, it. and then these are the Anunnaki. No, I had okay, to like so caveat it though. I was like, after I got done like talking shit to him, I was like, dude, don't tell your teacher about this because she's gonna think yeah, I'm fucking right? weird. I've met your teacher. Don't tell it. Yeah, it's gonna be about tomorrow. As far as I'm concerned, like it's all a game. This is all just one big ass game, right? 
because we all went to school we all fucking learned the same shit the same history and then the next thing you know here we are as adults with a podcast and we're going okay everything they told us was fucking bullshit you know so my oldest son when he comes home and he has questions like that. I I tell him what what I know at least, you know. And uh, but With I the do, caveat that I, do I don't keep, know, yeah. <laughs> and, and I caveat it. Don't tell your teacher this because <laughs> they're gonna take you away from us, you know. <laughs> well, my dad said on his whiskey podcast, you know. So I'm like, you, you can't say that. Like we were at the store, um, or no, we I think we we're at the zoo. We were at the zoo. We're at the zoo. And it was it was during uh, COVID shit. They had just reopened the zoo, and the zoo, they San Diego Zoo, they'd make you go through this bullshit, you know, maze in the parking lot, ask you a bunch of health questions, then tell you keep your mask on, go into the fucking zoo. So while we're getting asked all these questions, my son goes, "COVID's not even real. It's just a flu." why do we have to wear masks and i'm like dude i'm like be quiet and he's like why this is what you said and i'm like oh my god dude we're honesty of kids out of the man. Zoo. and i go i go listen i agree with everything you're saying but everyone else probably doesn't yeah so let's also just i want to see some fucking tigers so yeah, exactly. Girl, also we are ironically going into a zoo yeah so <laughs> Son, as much as I can appreciate you, your comment here, uh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, please. I was like, dude, you're gonna get us kicked out of here. We're not trying to incite a riot. Here remember, remember on the way to the, remember on the way to the zoo, we saw like 30 people wearing masks that were solo in the car yeah. by themselves. So please, I know. Uh, oh my god. Oh yeah, but just protecting every, everyone around them. They're so right? safe. Yeah, well, they're good they're for them. I'm so heroes. glad they're so safe. Yeah. Well, but, uh, okay. Unselfish. Go ahead. I was gonna yeah. I was gonna ask you a question when you're ready. We'll see, we'll see, uh, you know, or we'll hear commercials in the car about COVID and my son in the back goes, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, hell yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> my son asked me the other day if I thought there were more than two genders. And I was like, oh. I, I, I looked back on him and I was like, well, first of all, why do you ask that? And he's like, because there people talk all the time. He's like, you know, he, like kids pick it up. They hear yeah. it just walking in the fucking store. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, because, you know, there are people that talk about there being more than two. And I was like, uh, no, sure not. I said, but I said, there are anomalies. I said, but those are like one in several hundred million cases. Yeah. And they've only happened a handful of times. I was like, but no, I don't believe that. I said, and to tell you the truth, dude, I was like, I, I, I don't care if you want to change it. If you want to, if you want to, if you're a dude and you want to be a lady, go for it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I was like, um, but I still think that it is that distinguishment. You're going from the one to the other. I said, you know, a lot of people don't believe that and that's fine. That's their right to not believe that or, you know, adhere to it. Yeah. I said, but you know, since you asked me, your dad, I, no, I don't think that there's more than two. And yeah, he was I like, I don't think there's okay. more than two, but I do think there's a shitload of mental illness. So if that answers mm -hmm. your questions, ah, for sure. <laughs> it is ma'am. <laughs> outside and i'll show you sir i'll show you i'm gonna have to put that sound drop in yeah, I, I do have to i do have to ask you guys a question while we were on the topic of kind of like the history of the earth and um from uh -huh. each of you guys unless it's all collective that you guys agree what do, out of all of the conspiracy theories that you guys have heard whether it be sim theory um the idea like Corey has brought up and we talked i think we talked about good vibrations about my favorite theory is I don't think that we went past 1890. I think we got planted here around 1890 with previous memories and previous history to write. And that's why oh, since 1890, 
since since 1890. It's why we've seen so much growth when the rest of history, it was much this more is, slow moving and stuff. Yeah, that's Tartaria uh, and mud flood and, and all that. Right. So yeah. what? where do you guys sit on like probably either your favorite or the leaning that you guys have towards prob- the most probable? And we can wrap up with this, guys, because I know you said you'll give us an hour so we can we can wrap it up after this. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Start I'm with not you. starting. Why? <laughs> You're conspiracy light, so I'm we'll ramp it up light. with the big dog. So, I when the first time that I heard about mud flood and this reset or the great resets or stuff stuff like this, my I went into a coma and started <laughs> down a, a rabbit hole of looking for why where did we begin? What where? I want to pinpoint what in history where did we begin? Because to think that like you said, uh, a possibility of 1890 starting out and starting with, you know, fresh and these old memories or whatever that I couldn't wrap my brain around it. I just couldn't, I couldn't break down the barriers of what I've been taught so far up until where I'm at right now. And I'm still having a tough time wrapping my head around it. So where I'm at is I just know the truth has not been told to us. There's something else. It's bigger than what we've been told. And I have no fucking clue where we're at. And I'm starting to lean towards like assimilation type belief that we're just in a sim. This is just, we're plugged in and we don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, we're being fed all the time. Our Everything's being pushed down our throats to what to believe, when to believe it, how to do it, how to act. And I, as I get pushed more in my face about how and what I should do, I'm pulling more and more back from it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I just don't feel right. This Absolutely. Just, something's wrong. So that's kind of where I'm at uh, as far as that kind of conspiracy theory. I just That's that third eye you can't close anymore. Nope. It's been opened and I just am struggling in general. I just, am, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my <laughs> life anymore. Yeah, I think where at least I'm at too is where I'm just kind of like, I don't know what's going on. I just know what we're being told is absolute horse shit. So yeah. the, the, the daily struggle is just being a chicken out in the information lawn, trying to peck away and be like, I don't know, maybe I should eat this. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Did you ever think that when you went in that coma, that was when you actually woke up? Maybe. That that's a good point. I think that as you pull away from the shit that's being forced down your throat, and you know that it's bullshit, and you no don't homo. listen to it anymore, you then no you homo. do open up your mind. What you say? You got to say no homo when you say no that. homo. There you go. Um, but uh, you know, as you start to really look for the real truth, you know, I think that you are definitely awakened, and you're looking for something else that this world really solid doesn't have anything to offer. That's a good yeah. one. Big country, you're about to shoot yourself in the head. So <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Dude, that Ben comment was, oh, man. <laughs> Do you ever think about when you went in the comment? That was when you, no, I didn't think about that until you fucking said it. So is that, um, is that more of a fuck you kind well, of thing? Now that's his favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. just, just wait, guys. Just watch the documentary. <laughs> well, so here's the thing is, like, I thought the craziest thing that I had learned about through all this um, was Flat Earth. And I was like, oh, it's Flat Earth for sure. And, and those then were I, psychos. And then I, yeah. And then I and then I got into like, oh, okay, dinosaurs aren't real. And then I got into you know Jimmy Savile and then Adrenochrome and eight hundred thousand kids going missing every year. Yep. And like I have a son now. And so I'm like, I'm looking at this perfect, precious little human being, and I'm like, how could anybody mm-hmm. ever do any harm to something that innocent? So learning about all these things and 
up until I saw this documentary and, and, and it's not like just the documentary, it's everything that, that is covered in the documentary because it, it covers flat earth. It covers mud flood. It covers cloning. It covers orphans. Um, ben, back to your, your comment of, of starting at 80, what, 1890, you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the summit that's been talked about with the Zionists and whatnot. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. I, I don't necessarily believe that, but I, I that is kind of like my favorite. The idea of yeah. being in a box full of mirrors where you can see forever, but really you're in a box. Right. Yeah. It, and it's so then like I started questioning things like like on my arm, I have tattooed 1749. Right. Because supposedly that's when my family came here from Germany. And it's in a book. It's written. They came over on a ship called the Dragon. Like it's part of my whole like Bender family history, all that stuff. So then I watched this, and I'm like, "Is that true? Was I was one of my ancestors just one of these orphans that came out of this baby factory that they used to have carnivals for, and people would just buy, and then they would assign them this 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 is your society role now. You are you are this person in society." you are and then this person you are uh, an aristocrat and this person you're a plumber and this is and that's how it started here and then it continues there um so like i thought i was on the tip top mountain of knowledge of like conspiracy like i'm a conspiracy guru with flatter i'm like i know this shit like people <laughs> ask me questions i'm like what do you want to know they're like have you heard about this and i'm like of course you buffoon i've heard of that like, think about who you're talking to here and then you know who i am <laughs> you do know who i am seriously i have like, like two thousand friends yeah it's tremendous <laughs> wonderful okay uh so then i watch I watched this and I was like, I know nothing. I, I, I am not even at the tip of what I think I know. And, and, and boy, I had mentioned it. Like there's things that I've thought about and because it gets challenged in society, sometimes even when you're in like a community like this, you don't really think twice about it. Like for mm-hmm. example, uh, Benjamin Franklin discovering electricity, dumbest fucking story I've ever heard in my life. Like, and I'm <laughs> a, like a kite and a key. Yeah. This dude flew a kite during a storm and was like, I should tie something to this. A key. Mm, how about a key? <laughs> Ties a key to it, gets hit with fucking lightning, and was like, oh, light bulbs and shit. I'm like, light no. Bulbs and shit. <laughs> they have adult harness that. children, things like that, though, because as a child, it's so believable to you, and there's yeah. an authoritative adult telling you that story. Yeah, like Isaac Newton so with the it apple on his how... head, which I'm pretty sure is oh, true. Do not get False. him started. <laughs> don't get me going. Don't get um, started. We don't have yeah, the time. So like... we, don't, we don't have enough time for that, Brian. <laughs> just stop right there. Well, I, 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 it just there's certain things that I would question. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Or like the Titanic hitting an iceberg. That's fucking dumb. It's not what happened. With with all those millionaires on it. With all those millionaires. Come on. Who are challenging the Federal Reserve. But, yeah. um, you know, I've, I'd have conversations. I'm like, I'm almost have my wife on board for this. But I, I was like, honey, I don't want to tell our son about Santa Claus. And she's like, why? I'm like, because he's not fucking real. And I got to go through <laughs> this whole thing of like Santa Claus. And I'm like, no, mommy and daddy bought you that. You know why? Because we love you. You don't deserve it. We love you. But here you go. You asked for it, so we gave it to you. There's not some fat guy shimming down a trimmy that we don't have. <laughs> hey, dude. I can give you some. No, tr- you know, see, there's where you're wrong. I'm just, because Santa just has a magic key. You don't have. <laughs> and if you ben see Franklin's a fat guy key, trying to get through the right. window, uh, you come tell daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Because I'm going to yes. break out my shotgun. Exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think Santa Claus would make it through my front door or my chimney or my window, <laughs> wherever he came through. I think there'd be hey, plenty hey, of people shooting at him, including my guys, wife. And probably guys, my oldest son would know. Hey, the... I have children in the other room. <laughs> they can't hear this still shit. It's a, it's a wall. Okay. So to answer wall. the question, to answer the question, um, my craziest to date favorite one thus far is I would let's just call it the lost history of Earth. Maybe not just the documentary, but just that whatever you want to put under that umbrella of that topic, all of it. Pyramids, cathedrals. No, sorry, didn't get built by slaves. That's that's mine. So kind of just the idea that whatever the history is, we don't know it. Yes, correct. Okay. Okay. Definitely not a Um, bunch of dudes in robes chiseling fucking sculptures all day not buying it <laughs> with 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 limestone that came from four thousand miles away yeah, yeah not and if it, anybody's but. ever handled limestone that shit is fragile you know what i mean so for them all to they got cut... is time though guys they had nothing okay. going on okay they, they no were scraping it just ever so slowly <laughs> yeah. they, they were dumping their poo out windows like they had nothing to <laughs> easy i still do that yeah, hey, I mean, sometimes you just don't want to go to the bathroom room. Sometimes you got to go. <laughs> no, sometimes I just get too drunk. Anyway. Hey, there you go. Not lately. Room, room. Not anymore. Um, That's right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we'll let you go. Oh, I know it's later. He was going to give his. Boy, got... Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, geez, baby. Why do you always bus, try to huh? cut it off so damn early? Damn. Was that this is why we march. Is that because he's black? This is why we march. Like, don't wait till the conversation ends. It's fine. No, uh, uh, I would have to say my, mine's mine's pretty simple. Um, ever since Sam kind of brought up the realm theory that we we're just in a different realm, I got to go with that. Um, you know, there's a lot of ancient religions, especially, and on it. To be quite honest, I think one of the truest religions would have to be. You gotta take off. Yeah, the boss is calling, guys. Okay. Oh, okay. Bye. Your warden's calling. Um, <laughs> I would have to say that one of the truest religions would have to be like Norse mythology. Um, Cause they talk about realms all the time. Right. And it's, this is older than Christianity this is older than Catholicism. Uh, they purged their religion from Europe. Um, and I think that was for a reason. Um, it, whether you believe in, in assimilation or, or whatever, I think it still falls under this realm theory uh, you have the Tibetan Book of the Dead basically saying when you die, you just get sent to a place before you choose your next destination. I went to a psychic years ago with my family and some friends, and they basically said the same thing. You know, um, the, ch- the people you surround yourself, including your children, are people that you chose before you came to this plane. And then you'll do it all over again, right? So whether those realms are or like Sam likes to call this, you know, the, the, the level above hell, but below heaven, uh, which I, I wouldn't necessarily say I agree with that, but whether it's a different timeline, right. Whether you want to come back in ancient Egypt or you want to be, you know, like that, you know, or, or you want to be, but I mean, those times could have been better than now, right. That's true. Much more simple. My luck, we don't know. Like, then we, we don't, don't know. know. Exactly. Right. Or I mean, my or luck, I'd be like be... dragging a stone up a hill. Yeah, like, wow. <laughs> or I'm you want to be... Game of Thrones it, dude, like all right? day. Yeah, I wish or, I could or, flush or... my toilet. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> shit down this slide that heads to the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, or you want to be, you know, in the year three thousand or whatever. Um, I, and I genuinely think that that is because you you make these relationships with people 
you know, anybody that's had kids, you know, once you see them, there's an automatic attachment. And I don't feel like that attachment would happen unless there was a previous attachment. Um, okay. Because because you can never see once you have kids and once you build relationships with certain people, you could never see your yourself without them. Right. Well, it's like that and, friend you were talking about coming into your friend circle. It was exactly. like all of a sudden so, it was just there. Exactly. So I, I, I do truly believe that that relationships you build like that and the children that you have, you feel this bond with them. I, I feel like that is so much deeper than just be having this animalistic, you know, primal reaction to having a, a kid or having a relationship with somebody. I think that that's something that's just stitched in to our being before we ever even realize it. And you carry that throughout your existence. I mean, if we believe it or not, they've, they've said that the body does have a soul and it's, it's, it's weighable. When someone dies, they they lose. I forget what the amount is, but you know. And then there's videos of you can see grams. Yeah, you know. So all dick weight. <laughs> so whatever it is, like that that portion of you moves on to something. Not else. all of us have legit bats, okay? <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think that. I think that's a little high there, bud. Thanks for the sound drop. <laughs> there you go. So so yeah, I would say realm realm theory for sure is is probably my favorite thing because you can kind of fold in everything uh with it but you know it's super easy to be go back on big country theory and say yeah but we still don't know you know right it it is currently i would say that that is uh that that leaves less um possibilities open than big countries because if you just leave it to i don't fucking know yeah but i do think that that where we currently are, where we're trying to explain it, I do think that that definitely would explain the, at least the entirety of it, of what we know so far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, like we've also like a solid theory, we don't fucking know. So yeah, they're all valid, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All um, right, Joe. <laughs> lead us out, Joe. Now you can put the black guy in the back of the bus. <laughs> Oh, I didn't realize you were black, dude. I'm so sorry. I'm half. I'm half. Or you identify as black, I guess. I'm I'm, I'm half black. I'm half. Uh, when well, he gets arrested, yes. He's not as black as my daughter of... is. No, actually, when I get when I do get pulled over by the police, they they put down Hispanic on everything. So, oh, uh, kind of Mexican. Yeah. I, I get it a lot. Puerto Rican, which is probably my least favorite kind of Mexican. Dude, when we when we had, back, uh, back I'm not kind of Mexican troopers, at all. You are Mexican. <laughs> yeah, right. We when we had Sam Tripoli on our show, he stops Boya mid sentence and goes, "Dude, what are you?" <laughs> I'm very ambiguous, you know. But it's weird because, like, if you do have like mixed race kids, like half black, half white, then they automatically know, right? Like, my daughter is a spitting image of me, but my both of my sons are are very pale with big blue eyes. So I'm like, man, I don't. It's a crapshoot, you know what I mean? But honestly, with the hat, the glasses, the beard, uh, I and your fucking extremely small size, I was going to say uh, Samoan. Samoan, I get Samoan a lot uh i've even had like you know um we went to hawaii and everybody thought i was samoan you know? hey, native and you're yeah. like nope <laughs> that means yeah which was nice because they the haka mainlanders you're all uh, i wish haka. i knew the haka because i would totally do it but, but yeah <laughs> oh my no, no my 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 dad is like wesley snipes black and my mom is is super white so that's pretty black huh yeah. 
He's pretty That's crazy that you turned nice out so, black. Uh, so pale. Yeah. You have yeah, a person like a swatch. Black, black like, like Whoopi Goldberg's lips, you know? <laughs> like, like, like the back of Forrest Whitaker's awesome. neck black. <laughs> or his left eye. eye. <laughs> my, my daughter used to my daughter black. used to go to school on like the west side of Chicago. So my daughter went to school with like all kids who were black or mixed and they identified as mixed. So she was like three years old and she'd be like, Oh, this is my friend Kiara, she's mixed and I was like, Oh, okay. And then she we moved to Indiana and she met a girl who was she, she was like, oh, this is so-and-so. She's mixed. And I'm like, did she tell you that? And she's like, no. And I was like, what color are her parents, though? I'm like, it doesn't matter, but you can't just call her mixed, yeah, honey. Yeah. Like, if both her parents are black and maybe one of their parents was white, they might just be light-skinned. And she's like, oh. Yeah. She was like four or five <laughs> at this time. I'm like, just don't go around labeling is people. It doesn't matter anyway. Who cares? PC? Like, can you still say I, that? I'll take or... it. Fuck it. The I mean, kids, but the kids would say it. They would Puerto call Rico. themselves. No, I mean now. Like, Oh, I have no idea. This mixed? was 10 years ago, but no, she said the kids would call them that. I don't think you could get, her, get sure. away with that now. It's not offensive to me. I've been called way worse. I bet. 10 years from me. You could say faggot retard and nobody looked twice. Yeah, right. And now we're going to get canceled. Yep, there it it's goes. All right. We'll get canceled with you. We're not politically correct either. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't care. All right, let's wrap this one up right. then. Thank Thanks, you guys. guys. We appreciate your time. It's fun. Uh, we went over a little bit, but hey, whatever. We go over some. Yeah. Season. It's worth yeah, it. Uh, Thanks for having us. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll have yeah, you guys a lot of fun. For sure. Yeah. Great yeah, time. Absolutely. Definitely want to have you guys on our show too. Yeah. Awesome. Sure, yeah. Love to. I, I do like when there's this many people, especially like four cameras and there's this many people all talking. I like instead of having just like a set topic, since we're all literally having trains of thoughts at the same time. Yeah. It's just being like, hey, how the fuck do you get your name? And then from there <laughs> on, it ends up just goes. And then we get to faggot retard. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and there's the title of the show. Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. We talk we canceled and mixed cut mixed kids. You go to mixed post it kids. after after making that title and they're all no. Mm-mm. They're like nope. shooting a car full of blackheads. <laughs> and An algorithm somewhere is shitting its pants right now. Right? Yeah. When you title it this mixed faggot retard. Yeah. Mixed Whoa. faggot. That's retard. it. That's offensive. Yeah. That's Living fab <laughs> after rehab. Yeah. That's actually more offensive. I'll actually I'll just put some asterisks in there so it says fat. Uh, you know, so <laughs> nobody go. can tell what it, no no one can tell what I mean. You know? Beep beep and beep. Yeah, that's what it is. For sure. All right, guys. Thank you, guys. Talk to you next time. No problem, guys. guys. Take it easy. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You ain't saying this, hell. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. By order of the hooligans, welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.